but it's still your obligation. It's their right to say no. It's your obligation to actually ask. So I ask, would this make better sense for us to go ahead and move forward today? Do not say, this is where salespeople go wrong. Do not say, would this make better sense for us to move forward today? Or would you rather wait until Monday? Why would you give something of a lesser option, man? Never give a second option that is weaker than the first. Today on the Sales Life on Sales. All right, TSL, let's get it. Welcome back or welcome to another edition of the Sales Life on Sales. This is a spinoff of the original Sales Life, which has got over 500 episodes. If you don't know anything about it, man, be sure and jump over there and subscribe to it on iTunes. The Sales Life is equipping you because sales is not just a profession, it's a life skill. And we're all selling our way through, uh, through life. And so that is for uh, people that are just to never stop selling. This is, that's for yourself. Now, from a profession standpoint, this is why this episode exists. The Sales Life on Sales is strictly for those in the sales profession. So be sure this is in its infancy stage. Uh, be sure the only way we can get the message, get the word out, is, is to share this episode with others. And look, man, when you share this episode with others, number one, you don't have to worry about giving your secrets away. Give this away, man. The, the fact that you can give this away is going to make our industry and in sales a lot better, a lot stronger anyway. And besides, even if you share this episode with someone else, they still have to apply it. They still have to put the reps in to make it work for them. So share it, man. That way we can, we can, uh, we can get our, our force, man, our sales force even stronger. And it's to keep people in the sales game, man. The sales industry is a tough, it's a rejection-based business. Um, but I'm telling you, man, if you can do this, you can do anything. So today, man, real quick, um, we're going to talk about making an offer and then grabbing it back. Because when you ask, when you ask your customer, man, make the ask and then don't grab it right back. And sometimes we do this because it's a way of us actually softening the blow of rejection. So we tell ourselves no before we, um, before we let the customer tell us no. And so we'll make the offer and then we'll grab it back, right back um, by making a lesser offer right off, right off the bat. So you've got to develop the ability to sit in the tension. And you know how those, um, you know, you take, a, take a NFL quarterback, professional quarterback, and he's a running quarterback when he first gets into the league. Um, so as soon as he feels any sort of tension, he takes off running and he relies on his speed, uh, his rawness of power, and his playmaking abilities. And he is able to, um, to make big things happen for his rookie season. But going into the next season and the third and the fourth season, they have to develop new, uh, new ways of sitting in the tension, sitting in the pocket, letting the... Uh, letting the defense or breaking the defense down and then finding other players that are available. Otherwise, dude, they're going to get hurt. They're going to end up out of the league. And so that's the analogy of what you've got to have in sales is you've got to develop the ability to sit in the tension when that fight or flight kicks in where you say, <laughs> oh, Lord, let me get out of here. Let me go get help. You actually sit there in the tension. 
Um, and you got to do that, man. You've got to learn to develop that. Just quiet your mind down. You're not going to die from it. Trust me. Your career will die if you sit there and bail out every time you feel the tension. Um, but your, 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 uh, your progress will not die if you learn to sit in the tension, man. I'm telling you, it's a total game changer. If you can just sit there despite your, your inner little marsh telling you to, uh, to get up out of there. So two different scenarios, man. The first scenario I want to talk about is, is, is the no, uh, the no another time. So say for instance, your customer is telling you no, or you feel the big no coming on because they keep saying, look, it's going to be next month. It's going to be next week. I got to talk to my spouse, whatever the case may be. So you already feel the no coming. So after you've massaged the deal and what's important also is you've got to build your, your, your ask up. So you know how, uh, songs, songs don't come off with the, um, I don't know, you know what you call it, the big crescendo right off the top, man. No, they build the song up and then it builds up with so much energy and then that's when they hit the high notes. That's when they hit the long parts, the powerful with the drums and all that. That that Singers are able to build that thing up. That's what you have to do in sales, man. You've got to build it up. So after you've massaged it, after you've built it up, you're building up a little bit of that tension, positive tension though. When you make the offer, even though you feel the big no coming, when you make the offer, leave the ask out there. Do not break the tension and grab it right back. So you make the offer and you sit in the tension. So say, for instance, if I say, hey, you know, you know so I build it up, blah, 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 blah. And so, look, would this make better sense for us to go ahead and move forward today? Now, I know they've been telling me for the last 10 minutes that they got they can't do anything till next month, till next week, till next quarter. I know they've said all that, but it's still your obligation. It's their right to say no. It's your obligation to actually ask. So I ask, would this make better sense for us to go ahead and move forward today? Do not say this is where salespeople go wrong. Do not say, would this make better sense for us to move forward today? Or would you rather wait until Monday? Why would you give something of a lesser option, man? Never give a second option that is weaker than the first. If you make an option, make sure it's higher than the first one. See, because you give your customer an out. You just gave them an option to choose. Why choose something that cripples the whole deal? So they know what they got going on. But many times you're going to find when you say it with such confidence and, and you have built this thing up and massaged it and really tapped into their needs, you're going to find that that whole time was smoke signals anyway. That whole time was just, it was a false positive, man. You thought it was a positive no, but when actually it was just a false, man. It was a false reading. They just needed an out just in case things didn't work out. So you say it, would this rather make sense? Or would this make sense to go ahead and move forward with this today? And be quiet. Then if they tell you no, or they remind you, well, remember, I got to talk to my spouse. Then you go back and listen to last week's episode on how to make additional concessions from there to go ahead and get involved. Let's go ahead and call them that way if they have any questions. High resistance, low acceptance, low agreement. Go back and listen to that episode. That's a super, super important episode. Now, the second option is, is when you have a yes with an upgrade. So the customers agreed to buy. So you got the yes. 
Now what you want to do is you want to upgrade it with additional options or additional protections. So you make the offer, but then you grab it right back. See, you've already got the buy-in. And so emotionally, you're like, no, but you've got the buy-in. But then already, then you make, a, you make an offer and then you give them a second option that is something they've already agreed to anyway. Why would you even do that? They've already bought that. So you're not even selling that. You're reinforcing the initial buy-in. So what I want you to do is when you are going to add an enhancement, when you're going to make uh, add some extra protection to it, make the offer. Then emotionally reduce it down because, see, dude, you've already got the buy-in because they've already agreed to buy. Now protect it. Now enhance it for only such and such more. So for instance, let's say for instance for me, because I'm, I'm in, the, in the car business. So I make an offer to the customer. Customers already agreed to buy the vehicle. Great. The customers already agreed to, uh, to, at first we agreed to note with no protection. Then what I did is, is I got them to agree to the note with the gap and the gap protection protects you in the event of a total loss situation. It, whatever the bank pays or whatever the insurance pays, if you left owing more to the bank, then this gap insurance will cover the difference. So let's say, for instance, I got a $20 bump. I got the customer to agree $20 more to the gap protection. Okay. I still have the extended warranty out there. Don't fold up. Okay. I got them up from only wanting the note. Now I got them to buy the gap. Now, how do I upgrade it from there? You upgrade it from there. So you reduce it. Customer buys in. Then what I'll do is, is I'll flip it over and say, look, when you want your first payment due. See, now I've emotionally reduced it down a little bit. Now they feel like they're done. Well, I'm good on the 25th. Okay, great. Then what I'll do is I'll reduce. I may structure it. I may offer, depending on what the conversation was, they put high, mile, they put high miles on it. Um, are something where they keep them for a long time, whatever the case may be. I'll restructure the offer again for the warranty, and then I'll come back with it again. So we already got the $20 bump. They bought the gap. Now what I'll do is say, look, for only $30 more, we can, we can double your, your protection. And that way, all of your electronics, your computer systems, you're covered nationwide. Can we go ahead and move forward with that? Don't come behind with, let, let that tension sit there. Do not come behind with, or would you rather just stay with the gap? See, now the customer just psychologically let, yeah, no, no, let's go. They're always going to take the path of least resistance. But your job is, is to, is to show them, you know what, there's other options. And being that we're going to go this direction anyway, why not protect it? Why not enhance it? Whatever, whatever, you're, whatever it is that you're trying to do. The point is, man, is you don't want to make an offer and then your second option's weaker than the first one or that you remind them of certain outs. They know what they got going on. Your job is, is to show them what's available and then let them make the decision from there. Okay? So I'm telling you, dude, when you do stuff like this, you're going to pick up additional gross and you're also going to pick up additional happiness. Because see, your customer already bought something good. Now with the enhancement, now with the protection, it's great. And the fact, dude, that they got you. Well, damn, what could be greater? <laughs> All right, man. Listen, uh, text me 337-565-0906, 337-565-0906. Let me know what you thought about today's show. Also, 
Let me know what would you like to hear in future the Sales Life on Sales episodes. I'm all ears, man. I want to help you out um, and rock out from there. I'm at thesaleslife1 at gmail.com, thesaleslife, the number one at gmail.com. Be sure and share today's episode. Let's make our sales force even stronger. Remember, never settle. Keep selling your way through life. Be sure and pop in on the Sales Life. Say hello to me over there. I'm on all the socials. I'd love to connect with you on whatever social you bang around on. You can find me, Marsh Bice, right there on all the socials. Have an amazing day. Later.